are now listening to the Zesty Soak Pod. Zesty. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Zesty Zoe Pod. In this episode, I'll be talking about why the Milwaukee Bucks will three-peat in 2023. Um, as usual, um, if you're ever looking for chairs for gaming um, on the Chairs for Gaming website, you can use the um, discount code ZOYWONGUS for 10% off, Z-O-Y-W-O-N-G-U-S. So yeah, um, last night we saw the Milwaukee Bucks win their first NBA championship in like 50 years, with Giannis leading the way. 50 points, 10 rebounds, one of the pretty, one of the greatest fi- NBA Finals performances of all time in terms of single game. Um, 17 for 19 for free throws, like exceptional on both ends of the floor. Basically carried the Bucks to, to, to his first championship and his Finals MVP. And I think it's not even close to over for this Bucks team. Um, even though we do have some players getting a bit old, um, I guess such as Brooke Lopez, you can kind of considering consider him a, a veteran now. Um, he's like around 33 years old. Um, he's, he's still got it. You saw him a bit of athleticism in his dunk the other day. You saw him, how he was able to pop off against the Hawks when Giannis went down. So I, I'd still say he's, he still has, as the next few years, he's, his game will, will not really fade away that quickly. He doesn't rely on that much athleticism, but he still has a bit left. And in addition to, I guess, he does have a solid three-point shooter shot, so he can play the modern five quite well as well. So, Brook Lopez, I don't think, I think he'll be a vital part of the repeat that's coming up. Of course, Bob Buportis, um, still a young player, um, up-and-coming player, 26 years old. Um, I guess he was quite overlooked a lot, but he was quite a solid piece. Um, brings a lot of energy to the floor um, f- for the team. Um, like, he, like last night was another example. Um, he was able to get um, 16 points, 3 rebounds, like a very solid off-the-bench player. Of course, um, just P.J. Tucker, um, one of, I guess, the older veterans. I'm not sure if he's going to return um, next year. I'm pretty sure he will. Like, I'm pretty sure most of the team will return since even though they did just exceed the salary cap because of Drew Holiday's finals winning bonuses um but i i don't think i don't, i think like in terms of the luxury tax and stuff i i think given this championship um like definitely i'm pretty sure everyone would want to run it back um yeah mm. so in terms of yeah um next season um like we don't know yet because I guess P.J. Tucker, um, he's, I guess, due this, like, $8 million this year, but next year he's not really signed on to anything. Um, I guess for Brook Lopez, um, Brook Lopez, yeah, still on contract, like, $13 million a year, pretty solid. Um, he's an unrestricted free agent for P.J. Tucker this year, turned 36, very old, but... Um, he, he was still quite a vital defensive piece during these championships, despite um, only scoring not even three points a game, not even grabbing three rebounds a game during these, I guess, the season slash playoffs. Um, like, but he's still played so many minutes. Um, you could even see in, in I guess, his game logs um, during these playoffs. 
it's just pretty incredible to see how many minutes he played like, over the last two games, especially. Um, like 36 minutes, 25, 30 minutes, 30, 35, over 30 minutes most of the time. Um, except, look at the points scored. 0, 3, 0, 7, 7, 7. Very low amount of points, which was just pretty hilarious, I guess. But it shows that he's still a vital piece. Um, he can shoot, I guess, the corner three, but I don't think he's that really reliable on offense. He's just mostly for defense purposes, and he's very versatile. He can play um, his six foot five, but he has played center for the small ball Rockets, but I guess power forward, small forward, native versatile defender he's usually there and it's pretty reliable so I think like next season for for their Milwaukee Bucks back-to-back championship I think he'll they could re-sign him to um re-sign him and it'll be pretty good as well of course Pat Connaughton um Dante DiVincenzo I think both of them will clearly be um back next season like even Dante who's instead of Jeff Teague um like Dante could have bought so much more to the team, um, as I guess as I guess a backup point guard or shooting guard, or just a main ball handler. Um, I guess he is due um, like like four million or next year season, and he could get like rookie extension and whatnot. But excuse me, but I think in terms of the next two seasons, he's pretty much already locked on locked up on a lock, and he. He's just been pretty solid for the Bucks, and sad he went down with injuries, but it was pretty cool to see the Bucks pull it off despite him not really being there. Um, yeah, Pat Connaughton signed up for the next two seasons. Um, it's getting a bit old, like it's around Giannis's age, which is pretty surprising. But I guess Giannis is, was pretty young when he got drafted. Yeah, Pat Connaughton, twenty-eight years old. Um, he's still a very solid role player. Um, very athletic, and. I guess not super reliable, but he's still a very solid role player on the team. Um, Drew Holiday, I guess, yeah, that huge trade last season was clearly made worth it. He was the big defensive guard who can handle the ball offensively and just pretty reliable all around. Not really that reliable on offense, but he has some good games here and there. But on defense, you know, he's definitely um, very solid. Yeah, and is is pretty much signed all the way through. He's getting a bit old. Um, he's going to turn 32 in a few months, but I think um, his game will overall still be very solid. Like Defensively, he can probably still hold it down a bit for the next two seasons when they go for the three-peat. Um, offensively, his three-pointers is pretty solid, I guess. It was pre- pretty unreliable in the playoffs, but I guess that's just might be an outlier this year. And the next few seasons, he's signed on for the next four seasons, actually, due to his large contract that he signed. Um, the Bucks, um, yeah, and over thirty million a year, but might be worth it. But I guess towards the end of it, it might not be as worth it. But we'll see. Since we did, we see Kyle Lowry play very effectively and in, well into his thirties, and I think Drew Holiday, their games are quite different. Like Drew Holiday's is much more defensive based, I guess. Um, but his, I think Drew Holiday will still go do very well. Um. I don't think um the Bucks should re-sign Jeff Teague. Like I think their offense is already very solid. Like Jeff Teague is an okay backup, I guess, but he's an unrestricted free agent next season. Um, if anyone anyone is a veteran point guard, he'll be there. But I guess defensively, he doesn't really do much. 
offensively he just wasn't not the same person as he was back in, in I guess the good old Atlanta Hawks days. But yeah, there's definitely much better I guess um um low ball, low ball options that the Bucks can take. And they don't really have that much draft picks, but I'm pretty sure they could sign maybe like a veteran point guard or someone a bit better than Jeff Teague for around the same price. I guess Bryn Forbes um is okay. He's well, not that good offensively. Um, I mean, defensively, I mean, offensively, it was pretty solid for the Bucks throughout the season. Um, pretty good off the bench, I guess. Um, it's like twenty-seven years. Um, he's going to be unrestricted free agent after next season, so. He might be of use in the regular season since he is quite solid, I guess, in outside playoff scenarios when they pretty much target always the weakest player defensively and you know, got cut down the roster size. But yeah, Bryn Forbes, um, he contributed quite well during the regular season for the Bucks, um, And I, I think they could sign him on for a low price. I don't know if anyone's willing to pay that much for him since... Um, he's not really doesn't really do that much, but he's a pretty so, pretty solid role player for the Bucks. Um, like like he signed he signed a two year like four point seven million contract with the Bucks, I guess, last year, and it might bring him for one more year for the three peat. Who knows? In terms of the other younger players like Elijah Bryant, Mamaji Diakite. Not too sure about them. Um, we'll see how their development goes. But and Jordan Nora, Sam Merrill, um, haven't really seen them since they weren't really in the playoff rotation. But if their player development does improve and get really well, um, those can be solid replacements for I guess as a backup point guard, uh, or I guess a backup guard, um, someone to probably share more minutes with PJ Tucker, slash Giannis if needed. Well, we'll see. Um, like Giannis. He's 25. He's one of the youngest players in the team, actually. He's on the, he's like on the lower end of the ages on the team. Um, Chris Milton's 29, but I guess what I just mentioned was the salary cap and how basically this roster is it's a bit, not perfect, but it's a very solid roster that can really contend for a three-peat, especially when you have one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, I'll discuss that statement or where I rank him another day. But I could really see this Bucks team having it like a three-peat dynasty. Like, um, we'll, let's first analyze the road to the finals over the next two seasons for the three-peat. And the highest level of competition will most likely come from the um, Brooklyn Nets, obviously. Um, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. But the only issue is for that is basically... Um, those stars are quite injury prone. Like, if you combine all three of those stars and see how much they're injured over the last few seasons, it's actually quite a lot. And the best f- skill is pretty much availability. And if you don't have all three stars available, as we saw during the Eastern Conference semifinals, um, it just further adds um, more, I guess, um, variability in the results. And the Milwaukee Bucks, um, and as we saw earlier, um, the Bucks were able to take advantage of that and end up winning the series. And of course, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden—they're all like around thirty, over thirty, they're approaching quite an old, old, older age. And next next few seasons, like I think they'll 
They're still on the latter end of their primes, but I don't think they'll be getting any better. Whereas Giannis, you look at his age, like 25, 26, I still think he can improve so much. Um, it's so much improvement, and in addition to like the other young guys on the team, I guess such as like Dante DiVincenzo, I think he's still a very solid player who can still improve. Um, their other rookies can improve a lot. I guess Pat Connaughton can. And Chris Middleton, he'll always be a very solid player. So I think overall with their bench and their lineup, like the Bucks offensively and defensively is just way too talented. Like this, the Nets don't really have too much defensive options. You know, KD is a pretty good defender. James Harden's all right. Kyrie, all right. Um, I guess DeAndre Jordan's decent, but they should find like... I just don't think the matchup really favors the Nets, especially given like Giannis's, Giannis's improvement and projection of improvement. It's very clear that um, I think that the next few years the Bucks will definitely have the Nets' numbers. Um, we're very close though, for sure. But like Giannis, he's is an all-time great already, and is not even close to hitting the his the peak of his prime yet. So it'll be exciting to see, but it's it's very. I don't really see. Um, the Brooklyn Nets be, like dominating this matchup. So another, fo- it could, the another form of competition can be the Miami Heat, who beat the Bucks dominant in a dominant fashion last year in the bubble. So we saw the Bucks sweep them this year in the first round of the playoffs, which was very unexpected. Um, yeah, what I would say is that like Giannis is just getting better, and Jimmy Butler is getting older. Um, Jimmy Butler is, I guess. And like thirty one, uh, like Bam, like Duncan Robinson, Bam, Tyler Hero, yeah, they'll improve quite a lot for sure. But I don't think it'll be even close to what the Bucks are doing, and they won't really choke in the playoffs like they did last year. So yeah, um, with the honest, um, if you don't have anyone to stop him, like Bam could maybe contain him a bit, but can't really stop him in the long run. And the team's just way too stacked all the way through with. Shooters, um, interior presence. So, I don't think the the Heat will pose too much threat. Um, maybe the Hawks. The Hawks have young talent coming up, um, but like Trey Young is only going to get better. His only in his fourth season next year, but in the next two seasons, I don't see them improving to the fact to the degree that they can beat the Bucks if they're all healthy. We saw Giannis go down. And the Bucks will still still win two games in a row to close out the Hawks, and like you saw how like Giannis is a person that can drop fifty points, and even the the Bucks are able to still beat the Hawks without him. So the Hawks will need definitely another signing. We don't know how the John Collins situation will go. We don't know how all the rookie contract extensions will go over the next few years. So things might be a bit shaky in the Hawks lineup. Whereas, where I mentioned before, and. Um, I mentioned before, and when I recap the salaries for the Bucks, they're still pretty solid for the next few years. So, I so I still think it's, um, yeah, the the Hawks should not be a threat unless they sign a big superstar to pair up with Trey Young, since yeah, I don't think Trey Young can really carry as hard as like Giannis, especially with how great defensively the Bucks are. 
Um, another team that could pose a threat is the Philadelphia 76ers, of course. Um, given that they were the first, te- the one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference this year. Except, as we saw, we don't know how the Ben Simmons situation will unfold. Um, they do have Joel Embiid, someone who is as talented, I guess, as Giannis. We, we can argue as, as talented as Giannis, but we don't know. Because given that Giannis two-time MVP Defensive Player of the Year, Joel Embiid, you could say he's very good defensively, finished second in MVP voting this year, I think, or third. I don't think... I think they're quite evenly matched, but in terms of other players, role players, bench players, like I guess the, the 76ers, they have Tobias Harris, still very solid, though his, he is getting old um, over the next few years. Um, he's just... Um, yeah, he's 29, 30, around the same age as Chris Middleton. And I don't think he'll improve that much, especially even with his fat contract. Um, he might be a bit overpaid. There, I guess Seth Curry, Matisse Thibault, like, pretty solid defensively. I guess Ben Simmons, but we don't know who's going to replace Ben Simmons. And as long as the Bucks squad can stay healthy and, I guess, stay together, remain the same, not really make too many roster adjustments, you can definitely free three-peat for sure. Um, against especially with the 76ers because 76ers situation is pretty volatile especially Ben Simmons um, Ben Simmons situation and it's, even though they're so much as talented as Joel Embiid um, the Bucks overall are still much more talented in terms of like mid-range three-point shooting and just overall skill defensively still since they do have players in all positions who are very talented at def- defending and yeah, as we saw how um, how Doc Rivers might not really be the optimal coach to lead the Bucks. I mean, Seventy Sixers against the top competition. And that should be it for competition in the East. Um, like I don't, I don't know. Um, the Raptors not really that good yet. The um, Celtics. Um, who knows, man? Um, they, they do have great young players, but I don't know how good their death is. Um, Hornets, Lamelo Ball. I don't know. Overall, it's just hard, really hard to tell. Um, yeah, about other teams, because. But overall, none of the talent in the East really, and offensively and defensively, stacks up to what the Bucks have pr- provided. Their consistency. The amount of young players left uh, remaining in the, the, the next few years to grow and develop. And the Bucks are only going to get better from here. In terms of the Western Conference, I don't really see anyone beating the Bucks there as well in the next few years. So the Suns, pretty, as I mentioned before in previous podcast episodes, pretty fluke season. So, given the, all the injuries, so I don't think they'll be back. Um, the Nuggets, Jokic, Jamal Murray. As good as they are, they're not going to stop Giannis. <laughs> I don't think anyone on their team can really stop Giannis. And you got Drew Holiday shut down Jamal. Um, the team is defensively talented enough to, to I guess, help contain Jokic. There's that. Um, Mavericks, I don't think they'll make it out of the West. The West is way too talented. And yeah, um, Lakers, um, LeBron's just getting way too old. And I don't think he'll make the playoffs anymore as mentioned in a previous episode. Um, Clippers, yeah, the Kawhi situation. (laughs) 
he's not going to be a hundred percent for a very long time. And I mentioned before, he might retire. So next few seasons, I don't think the Clippers won't do much against the Bucks. And the list just goes on. Um, there's really no one who could beat the Bucks right now. It's like their next few seasons. It's on them to repeat since it's the possibility is way too high. They're just they're at the perfect moment where um, I guess you can mention the Warriors, but like they're they're injury prone. They do have pretty decent draft picks though. We'll see how their development goes, but in the next few years, like even with Curry, Clay, um, Wiggins, um, James Wiseman, Draymond Green, um, or other other players that they acquire, sign, they're it's just who's gonna stop Giannis? Who's who's gonna stop Giannis with Chris, and Chris Middleton as well? And yeah, so basically, this is it for this episode of Zesty Zoipod. Um, basically why Bucks will three-peat. Um, I don't see they're in the position that they should be favored to three-peat. And yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting to watch the next few seasons where the Bucks just dominate the league. Thanks for watching, listening, and stay zesty.